hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. You're listening to Queer Money episode number 192. Today we're giving you the very first five steps every couple who wants to thrive financially should take with their money. We make the Queer Money podcast for you, so please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com or post them in the Queer Money Facebook group. We may answer in an upcoming episode. There's personal finance for the masses. This is not personal finance for the masses. This is Queer Money. This podcast is sponsored by Capital One. Capital One is redesigning the banking experience by offering simple, straightforward, and seamless ways for you to bank from almost anywhere. So banking fits into your life, not the other way around. Just in time for Valentine's Day, we're releasing our exclusive Couples Money Guide. One of the leading questions we get is, how can my partner and I get on the same page with our money? Well, the Couples Money Guide helps you do just that no matter what stage you're at in your relationship. Whether you're still looking for the right person or you've been with the right person for years, the Couples Money Guide will give you great first date ideas to take if you're on a budget, family planning tips, opening your joint estate and trust, and more. Normally $27, the Couples Money Guide is available for only $14 through Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2020. Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash CMG for Couples Money Guide. Now, on with the show. Welcome back to another episode of Queer Money. This is a great episode heading into Valentine's Day, which is just around the corner. It's this time of the year that many of us feel amorous towards each other. But oftentimes, money or financial stress can put a strain on those feelings for each other. (laughs) Yeah, money has a very powerful influence over relationships. It's one of the leading reasons why couples fight. It's historically the third highest reason why couples divorce and gay couples are, are turning out to be no different even though we've only been getting married since about 2015. And we, we've done episodes on this before, specifically Queer Money episode number 198, where studies show that couples, same-sex couples who talk about their money together have better sex. And who doesn't <laughs> want that? So right. thriving financially requires being on the same team with your money, um, not necessarily having the same goals, but being able to support each other in your financial goals and talking about money together um, to have that better sex and that better financial quality of life. Yeah, we all want that, right? So, of course, when it comes to money, when is the best time to talk about it? And that was our question for you all in the Queer Money Facebook group. We wanted to know when you think is the best time. So we asked, how early should you talk about money in a new relationship? And the poll answers that we provided were one, on the first date, (laughs) two, before updating your relationship status on Facebook uh, when you are making somewhat of a commitment to each other and letting everybody know, as uh, they said in the movie Grease, going steady. (laughs) (laughs) Then uh, number three, before you cope habitating or before you start having those conversations about moving in together, four, before you say, I do, and five, before death do you part. (laughs) Six feet under. Right. So we had quite the variety of comments on this in addition to individuals answering the poll. What's so interesting is this was one of our most engaged polls ever in the group. Uh, We had over 50 responses on this, but the comments were so 
both humorous but educational i think as well they're very enlightening right liesel was one of those comments which uh, is a, seems to be a theme with other lesbian commenters here she said before cohabitating in quotes or, i'm sorry in parentheses as a lesbian that happens almost right away around the <laughs> third date when the other long-term plans or goal conversations are happening so <laughs> she uh, she kind of is alluding to this idea that maybe for lesbians this is an earlier than normal conversation conversation. But what did the data show? So we were not necessarily surprised by this, but I think I was surprised by how many people said this. 82% said that before cohabitating was the best time to have this conversation about money, to start talking about money. The next most popular comment was before updating your relationship status on Facebook at 15% and a whopping 5%. I think it was only three people said that this should happen on the first date. <laughs> so does that indicate that those people are hoping to have sex on the first date? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so a couple other questions that we found uh, insightful as well as humorous. Uh, Lacey sort of reinforced uh, that lesbian trend of, she said, you need to have this conversation before you call U-Haul. So like the second date in lesbian world. <laughs> And then Nicholas said, prenuptials are needed as well, especially if there's a difference in net worth or if there are children involved. And we wholeheartedly agree. We actually talked about both prenuptials and postnuptials or mutually marriage agreements on an episode prior to this. It was Queer Money episode number 78. So if you have any questions about pre or postnuptials or in general marriage agreements, check out Queer Money episode number 78. And then Kate said, I wish I had done this immediately, meaning had had the money conversation earlier. So lesson learned, she said. So I think there's some uh, backstory there. Yeah, I think there's lots of stories. And, and to be honest, we've seen other individuals initiate conversations in the Queer Money Facebook group around struggles that they are having or have had with a partner who is not on the same money page. Caleb brings out a really good point. They said that this may depend on many factors. While open communication is crucial, a lot of what you need to know can be gleaned by paying attention to how they act with money. And, and this is absolutely true. You know, you may not need to, on that first date, say, hey, what's your money situation? But you can definitely ask tangential questions that give you an idea around how this person may be living their lives spending money, how they do with their finances, how they're spending. You, just watching those kinds of things can give you a good idea early on those first couple of dates. Yeah, just paying attention to um, how your new or prospective partner is using money. Are they spending cash when they go out or are they using credit cards? And if they're using credit cards, are they using a rewards card? So, you know, a non-intrusive question that you can ask maybe earlier on is, hey, that credit card that you're using, do you get travel points or rewards for that? And sort of engaging the conversation from that angle to see, are they using this card strategically or are they using this credit card because they'd have no strategy at all? So what are our opinions? Uh, this might surprise people because typically David and I are, are on the same page, but we don't actually agree uh, on our answers here. Uh, I agree with the majority of respondents here where I think broadly speaking, before cohabitating applies to most demographics at most stages of life. I think when you're in your 20s and 30s, the conversation and the sense of urgency is a little bit different than maybe when you're in your 40s, 50s, or 60s. So, you know, when you're in your 20s and teens, especially, you're, you may be more concerned about your exams and the party you're going to Friday night than you are about your potential or prospective partner's credit score or where they stand with debt. But if you're in your 40s and 50s, especially 60s, 
that's maybe a more urgent discussion to have. Do you have the time to invest with someone who is buried in credit card debt when you're prepared for retirement? Probably not. But I think you know, before cohabitating probably applies to most people broadly. Well, of course, I'm going to disagree here. Uh, I think that if you're starting to have the conversation about moving in together, you're pretty deep in a relationship with someone. And if that's the time you start talking about money and money surprises start coming up, you may have to backpedal on that decision to move in with someone. And if you're that committed, you may find that very difficult to do. The other thing is, is I believe that when we start to get into a relationship with someone and we start to make a commitment to that person, we're going to start spending a lot more time with them. The more time we spend with someone, the more they are going to rub off on us and we're going to rub off on them. If they have bad money habits and we are not confident enough in our own money habits or we're just starting on the path to becoming comfortable and getting strong with our financial state, they may rub off in a bad way on us. So I believe this needs to happen before you make that relationship status update on Facebook. When you're starting to get serious with someone, it's time to get serious to talk about the financial situation because you don't want them affecting your financial situation in a negative way. But to be honest, this is uh, hindsight's uh, 2020, right? Because we didn't have the money conversation until we were together for a year and a half. And by that point, we had been living together for years. So this is kind of a do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> well, not as I did, right? Yeah, I think that both of us, if I were to be out there searching today, I would definitely do it before I update that Facebook status. But I'm not going to have that option. You don't have that option. I'm not going to have that option. All right. So you're here to get some suggestions and some advice on how you can thrive as a couple, right? What do you need to do? So we have five tips or steps that we suggest that you take to start thriving together as a couple. The first step, you have to start talking about money. Now, we want to encourage you, if you haven't done this, to have that first money conversation ideally in a public location. And the reason we say this is because when you start that initial money conversation, oftentimes it can be a trigger. It can be a difficult conversation. They may say things that they don't necessarily intend to say. Tempers may flare conversation may get out of control. And both the kinds of questions that we ask and the way that we respond will be very different if we're doing this in a public place. So start the conversation on a very idyllic note and in a place where you're comfortable both being together out there in the open where you won't go too deep or too heavy in the conversation. If you need some tips on how to do that, how to start that conversation, listen to episode 140 where John and I gave you some tips on how to start the money conversation. Our second tip is to review and clean up your credit report, improve your credit score. Uh, David and I believe that a solid credit score is the key to a solid financial foundation. It is not the panacea, but it's a great start. And it's a great way to see exactly where this prospective partner is. If they're in the good or great category, wonderful. If they're not, then maybe you guys can work on this together if they're open to that. If they're not open to that, maybe that's a suggestion that this isn't the person you want to be with. If you need help improving or even building your credit score, we suggest that you get the very free Improve or Build Your Credit Score powered by Experian Boost at debtfreeguys.com forward slash boost. It is all you need to know to grow or improve your credit score. 
All right, step number three, we want to encourage you to open a joint bank account for paying your joint expenses. Now, if you're not cohabitating yet, you still may want to open up a joint account for joint expenses. If you're, say, for example, saving for a vacation together, or maybe you want to put money in this account to use when you're dining out or for entertainment, it allows you both to participate in those joint expenses. So when you're opening this joint account, we want to give you some steps here. First, pick a bank a bank that both of you can use. Secondly, open a joint account. Now, in most states, this is going to be called a joint account with rights of survivorship. This allows the other of you to get access to all of the money if something were to happen and one of you were to pass away. The third step, both of you want to do a direct deposit into this account to cover your monthly expenses. This is a great training process for both of you to start figuring out how to split expenses, then set up bill pay to cover those expenses. So these are four steps that will help you open that joint account. What David's talking about here is starting to set up systems to make managing your money easier. And these are exactly the topics that we cover in the Couples Money Guide. So download your copy of the Couples Money Guide at debtfreeguys.com forward slash CMG. It's available for $14 through Valentine's Day 2020, normally $27. And we'll return to that the day after Valentine's Day, February 15th. I want to just uh, stop here to give you a suggestion on the bank that you pick. So John and I always want to encourage you to look for financial institutions that support the LGBT community, not just in June, but all throughout the year. So, of course, we're going to suggest that you take a look at Capital One. Capital One's 360 account is easy to open online, either from your phone, a tablet, or computer. It has one of the best saving rates in the U.S. if you're opening for a savings account. The accounts have no fees or minimums, which is great if you're both wanting to just put a little bit of money into this joint account. And as we've said before, Capital One is a company that has consistently shown that they support the LGBT community 365 days a year, not just during the month of June. They do this in a variety of ways, and one of those is sponsoring this podcast. Tip number four, once you've opened that joint bank account, connect that new joint bank account to the HoneyFi app. You can eventually connect more accounts to this app as you become comfortable in your relationship sharing your financial information, but at least start out with this initial joint account that you've set up to pay your mutual expenses together. The HoneyFi app is designed for couples who are uncomfortable about merging money together to start do so slowly in a comfortable fashion. And it's the, as far as we're aware, the only budgeting app that includes LGBTQ couples in its advertising. Uh, we've had the founders and CEOs on the Queer Money podcast several times. We wholeheartedly believe in this app. Uh, we think it's a great tool. We use it ourselves and we've been recommending it for a long time. You can uh, get more information about the HoneyFi app at debtfreeguys.com forward slash HoneyFi app, H-O-N-E-Y-F-I-A-P-P. And our fifth and final point for you here, step is to set up some mutual money goals. At least one of those should be a near-term goal, something that's maybe in the next three, six months, nine months, say, for example, saving together for a, a vacation or uh, some sort of purchase or maybe trying to figure out how both of you can get to a minimum of $500 in emergency savings. Those kinds of near-term goals help you establish a track record. 
then uh, we want to encourage you to have other mutual money goals. You can have individual money goals, but at least one to three of those goals should be mutual. And the reason why we encourage you to have these mutual goals is because then you're both working at them. You're both working in the same direction. It's something you can support each other on and talk to each other about. It's a great way to start building that confidence together as a couple financially. It's something that we talk about in the couples money bundle. That money guide for couples is available at debtfreeguys.com forward slash CMG. It's available for $14 through Valentine's Day 2020, normally 27. That guide will really help you as a couple start to lay down the pathways to thriving as a couple. Now, to recap our five tips for thriving together as a couple financially. One, have the money talk, ideally somewhere in public. Number two, review and clean up your credit report and improve your credit score. Three, open a joint bank account for paying all of your joint expenses. Four, connect that new joint bank account to the HoneyFi app. And then five, set one to three mutual money goals. And those are our five tips for thriving together financially as a couple. Go ahead and start giving them a try. Thank you for listening to another episode of Queer Money. Here's your Queer Money takeaway from this episode. We've said this before and we'll say it again. Start talking about money with your honey. So much improves with your financial wellness when you just start talking about your money. And our couple's money guide can help you do that. Now available for $14 through Valentine's Day 2020. We make the Queer Money Podcast for you, so please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com or post them in the Queer Money Facebook group, and we may answer it in an upcoming episode. Join us next week when we talk about managing money as a bisexual man and a gay couple in the military. It's an important topic that is rarely discussed. You don't want to miss it. To learn more about how our sponsor, Capital One, is reimagining their local spaces and experiences to have banking better fit your life, visit www.capitalone.com and follow them on social at Capital One Cafe. Again, in time for Valentine's Day, we're releasing our exclusive couples money guide. One of the leading questions we get is, how can my partner and I get on the same page with our money? Well, the couples money guide helps you do just that no matter what stage you're at in your relationship, whether you're still looking for the right person or you've been with the right person for years. The Couples Money Guide will give you great first date ideas to take if you're on a budget, family planning, opening your joint estate and trust, and more. Normally $27, the Couples Money Guide is available for only $14 through Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2020. Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash CMG for Couples Money Guide. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking queer money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.